your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. The Cardinals in Tampa, Tampa Bay, in St. Petersburg, actually, to take on the Rays for the next three days. And Mike Claiborne, who can be heard on Cardinal broadcasts on the Cardinal Radio Network and KMOX, joins us now from Tampa, or from St. Pete. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. Trying to uh, enjoy the weather here. It's a little stuffy, but, you know, it's it's August, so I, I accept it. So let's, uh, let's get the situation down here. Are you guys actually staying in St. Pete because you're near the stadium? Yeah. Yeah, we stay in St. Pete. Okay, good. And that's it's more convenient. Under, uh, but an underrated area. It's a great spot to be. Oh, man. You know what? I, so I would come here when the Cardinals used to train here, and you look at it now, it, it's incredible what they've done here. Uh, and I think the one mistake they made, you know, when they wanted a new ballpark, they probably should have put it over here. I mean, closer. There's plenty of room for it, at least there was. Uh, but I don't know where that's going to go, but the area has certainly come back. Claves, St. Pete is one of my favorite places in the world. Um, I used to stay there for a little while, and I would visit an establishment who had a woman named J-Lo there, but it was not the J-Lo that we know. <laughs> so oh, okay. Just, uh, just wondering. <laughs> that heads up. Don't, don't, know, don't know if J-Lo is still around, but uh, yeah, she was a pretty nice young lady. I- I should look her up, is what yeah, you think? Yeah, 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 you see, yeah, you should. <laughs> should, I, should I mention your name? You, know, you could, I mean, you that, could. She, that, maybe she remembers. Yeah, maybe she remembers. Okay. Claims, what do the Cardinals need? What do you need to see from them? I mean, we, we, we saw Zach Thompson last last outing go give you eight, give you eight strikeouts, four innings. Um, what do you need to see from this starting rotation tonight? Consistency. You know, uh, Miles Michaels is going tonight, and – Obviously, he's been off for a little while longer because of the suspension. Uh, but they just have to be consistent. They have to throw strikes uh, and, and have a game plan. I mean, you know, it's you know the, the game is changing with regard to from going from pitching to contact to swing and miss. And if you don't have guys who have swing and miss stuff to mix with uh, a few guys with pitch to contact where you need a ground ball, uh, it's gonna, it's hard to win. It's it's really hard to win now. So I like to see some consistency. You know, we've seen Matt and Zach Thompson have a couple of good outings. And so you ask yourself the question, will these guys be part of the equation for next year? Next year, And the answer is yes. Uh, so that means you need two starters. Mm. And where those two starters come from via trade or, you know, maybe free agency. Uh, but you, you, you better have more than what you, you currently thought you had going into this year. Clays, when you talk about Zach Thompson, one of the things they wanted to do was stretch him out. How long does it take for a pitcher to be stretched out to become a starter? Well, that's a good question. Uh, some guys are a little different than others. Uh, I think if you've done it before as a starter, it's a little easier because you'll have a routine that'll get you going. If you haven't and you've just been a bullpen guy, it's just about building up a pitch count and being able to be effective with more than one pitch. So it, it's a little different. You know, Thompson came in as a reliever. 
He, he was a starter in college for the most part, and then they relegated him to being a reliever. And now they want him to try and start again. But the problem he had was command. He just didn't have any command in Memphis. Uh, where this came from the other day, uh, it all has everyone scratching their heads because they hadn't seen much of that this year in Memphis. Well, speaking of Memphis, I wanted to ask you about Luke and Baker. A lot of people talking about his success and his offensive production. He's hitting three thirty-seven and has 31 home runs right now. Is there a way that the Cardinals find uh, a role to bring him back up here in the big league club? You know, good question. Uh, I, I think, you know, here's a, the challenge that you have. You, you can only bring up three guys, you know, at, after September. So one, I'm sure will be a pitcher. Um, you know, the other ones, I think you have to figure out how your roster is going to shake out as it looks now because, you know, uh, Mason Wynn will already be here. So I think Luke and Baker will probably be a guy that they'll give another look to. And, and you know, if nothing else, showcase him because I don't see him being part of the, the, the long-term future of the Cardinals because you have Goldsmith playing first. Alec Burleson has shown he can play it as well. And I think before it's all said and done, maybe Jordan Walker will end up being a first baseman. So, I just don't know if there's going to be a place for him uh, in, in his role now, the, the role he has now. Klaibs, is this fun or is this a, a slog through the last two thirds or last third of this season? Well, you know, I tell you, Randy, because I haven't done this before with the Cardinals. I mean, you know, I was around for the Rams when they when they went down the drain. Mm-hmm. I've been around the Blues when they had their issues, but this is the first time I've actually seen it with the Cardinals. And, and the reason why I think it's more challenging is because you play every day. You know, in football, you know, we do it once a week. You know, you can suck it up. You know, hockey, you know, you, know, you may play two games, three days, uh, three games a week. But in baseball, it's every day. And sometimes you run out of things to say. Uh, you know, I have to talk to Ali Marmel every day. And fortunately, he is a guy that's engaging, and we, we figure a way to get it done. But, yeah, it's a little bit of a challenge. You know what, it's something I'll file away for sure. Claves, is there any way you see a, a trade happening in in, in the offseason that may surprise or stun some people in this uh, in this town? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I think that there's some some guys that maybe the, they they're enough of an asset that somebody would be interested in that you was like, whoa, I didn't see that one coming. Uh, I think there's one or two of those out there, and it won't be either the corner infielders. Uh, okay. Let's be clear on that. Now, it won't be either one of them. But I think there's some people that will kick tires on some players that we've been accustomed to seeing. Claves, we were talking about earlier today everything that's going on with the Orioles and their broadcaster being suspended. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, I was I was taken by it because uh, you just don't normally hear that sort of stuff. I mean, you know, we were having dinner last night together, a few of the guys, John Rooney and, and Chip Carey, who've been in different organizations. And they were even surprised by, you know, that even in this day, if you heard what he said, it wasn't, he just reminded people, hey, we haven't been very good in this situation. He didn't single anybody out. He didn't call anybody by name. He just made the point that the team had not played well against Tampa. Um, you know, I've heard worse than guys who show up the next day with a job. Um, you know, but this is what Baltimore has been. I mean, people who have been part of that organization have always raised a concern about how they treat their people. And in this situation, it's, it, it's a black eye for them. And I'm, and I'm happy to see other broadcasters with other teams. You don't like to get in somebody else's mix. But, you know, that's, that's a slap in the face to everybody who gets behind a microphone. 
you know, when you have somebody who pulls you out the air for being fair and objective. Hmm. He wasn't critical. He just made a point. You know, I mean, so I don't know what else you could say. I know we've said things that were, I would think, probably along that same line. When your team doesn't play well, they don't play well. I mean, you know, you, you have to make, make light of it. And, you know, Claves, I thought it was more complimentary, saying that the, the or, or Orioles had won more in Tampa or in St. Pete over, the, over this year than they had over the last three years or whatever it was. It was complimentary towards way. this year's team. I agree, Randy. I, that's the way I kind of looked at it. Um, but apparently somebody else didn't. Uh, I think the backlash from this will will definitely bring. They'll bring him back. They have no choice at this point because you know they, they were irrelevant this time last year, and all of a sudden they're one of the best teams in the game, and now they have to carry this smell in their bag for a while. It just doesn't work. Claims, you remember the left-hander Dave Rucker? Oh yeah, runner yeah. runner at first. This is back, I guess, late eighties. Uh, one hopper back to the mound, and Rucker throws the ball ten feet over the the second base bag, and Jack <laughs> is doing the call. And Jack Buck says, "A fourth grader would have made that throw." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring that up, Randy, because if if the Baltimore Orioles think that what this guy said was harsh, they should have heard Jack or Mike back in the day. Uh, I remember Jack interviewing Mark Littell, and Mark Littell hung a slider the night before and got hit in the next county. And Martin Jack had him on a pregame show. He said, what kind of pitch was that you threw last night? He said, well, it was a slider. He said, yeah, it slid about 450 feet. (laughs) 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 You know, the thing is, and they were fair in their criticism yep. or concern, but I didn't think this guy was critical. No, and, and they, were, they were saying what the fans thought. I remember one time, and Mike got a little guff, but he certainly didn't get suspended. You remember when Mike, and you might have even been with the broadcast, where Mike said, this is the dumbest baseball team I've ever seen. And he wasn't lying. Yep. Mm. It was just it yeah. was easy to see for anybody that was watching. Yeah, I mean, what he had another one about 5A or 4A team we got out here. I mean, he was critical. But you know, it, 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 the, you know, you don't want to shoot the messenger. I mean, this right, situation. right. And, but but this the, the Baltimore situation. Uh, you know, I, I just don't. I didn't understand it. And and we watched some some pretty tough baseball this year. And I think we've tried to be fair about what's going on. And I think you know we've we've highlighted what the concerns and issues are. Um, and I don't think anybody disagree with us that the fact that this team. I, I think there's a few things. A, I think the WBC was definitely. An impact, and I think we've seen it with some other teams. Uh, I think the other issue was they rolled the dice on some pitching that they thought they had, and it didn't work. Just flat out didn't work. And I don't know how else you can paint it. Um, they didn't have the resources to try and fix it on the fly, and uh, here we are in the situation that we're in now. But I, I think they've already taken steps to make sure that doesn't happen again. And I know one thing you and I do, and you're on the broadcast. I'm sitting here as an observer. But if I can say to myself at the, if I can ask myself at the end of the show, was I fair? And honestly, tell myself yes, I was fair. Then I feel like I've done my job well. But my responsibility ultimately is to the the people that are listening. But you also have to be fair. There's no reason why John Mozeliak should have to come on here as a guest, and we ask him why do you feel like you should have your job? That's just not the way rational no, people work. No. And you know, when a guy plays poorly, you, I, I'm, I would much rather say I've seen him make that play before 
mm-hmm. and he's had better results. And I know he's he would like to have that one back. Right. Compared to saying what a joke that was. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can describe the action and be fair and, and professional. That's why you can imagine how frustrated Jack must have been. A fourth grader would have made that throw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, wait, wait, wait. What about when Harry was doing the game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he Harry grew up in the Dominican time. Republic. How'd he lose the ball in the sun? <laughs> <laughs> he pull out the payroll stuff and let everybody know how much money you were making. I mean, he, listen. It would be interesting to hear him in this day and age. Oh man, yeah. With social media, uh, the way he would go after guys. I mean, he he called a spade a spade. <laughs> Clay, you were talking about the World Baseball Classic. Do you see teams going forward not allowing or not, you know, wanting their players to go play in that uh, classic, knowing how much of an impact it had on so many teams this year? Boy, Kerry, I, I think they're going to have to have a conversation about it. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. They've got time to, to, to try and come up with a solution. But I don't think we'll ever see it in the manner that we saw it this year. Mm. Uh, there's going to have to be some changes because there were just too many teams who had a lot of players that were disjointed, and the chemistry never clicked. Uh, you had the injuries as well, and I, I just don't see it happening in the same manner again. Claves, what do we got going on on Claves Online? Well, we had a lunch with Claves and Joe yesterday. You can catch that one now. We we covered a lot of bases. Uh, we did even discuss some baseball. Uh, <laughs> we also have Dr. Rick in his podcast with Rammer. The Daily Cards returns today with Joe Roderick and Bob Ramsey. They'll break down the Cardinal lineup. They do it every day, and they have a lot of fun with it. Uh, later in this week, we'll have a walk in the fairway with Nick Ragone from Ascension Charity Golf. And uh, we'll be premiering uh, Huddle Up with Howard Richards coming up here in the next week or so and just getting ready for the football season, which is just around the corner. Sounds fantastic. Have a great time down in Florida. We'll be tuned in tonight and bring home a win, okay? A win or wins? Which yeah. one would you like? Wins. I'm here to get more than one, but this Tampa bunch is no joke, man. They, they're kind of finding their mojo again, so we're going to have our hands full. And, oh, by the way, we'll see uh, Matthew Libertor pitching here in Tampa on Thursday. And uh, I'm I'm hoping that he has a good outing because Randy Rosarino reminds us of that trade all the time all and the how time. good he is. Let's hope that uh, Libertor can turn in a good performance. Definitely. Thank you, Michael. See you later. All right. You guys have a great week. Take you care. Too. That's our buddy Mike Claiborne from St. Petersburg where the Cardinals take on the Rays tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday.